Okay, let's begin Parshas B'chukosai, Tavshin, Ayin, Tess, as we head to the climax of Sefer Vayikra. Finally, when we started off this Sefer with Moshe Rabbeinu and Am Yisrael having built the Mishkan and Vayikra, Moshe, Hashem calls to Moshe from the Mishkan, and then we have the end of this week's Parsha, the end of Sefer Vayikra with the Pasuk, which is Kemat, the identical Pasuk that appears at the end of Sefer by Midbar as well. Eilah HaMitzvahs, these are the Mitzvahs, as they were many in this Sefer that we are the schus of, of discussing. So at the beginning of the Parsha, we have, of course, the first Rashi, which we always say something about, and we will this year as well. If you walk in my ways and you follow my mitzvot, and of course Rashi asks, that's the same thing. If we walk on a Kaddish Baruch Hu's ways, we are following Hashem's mitzvot. What is the connection between, and what's the extra phrase, adding, Right, what, what is it adding? We already know mitzvot. Right, is amelus in Torah. Maybe it's not a coincidence, and this we often mention, that the Arachayim HaKadosh has 42 pshatim on the first Pasuk in this week's parasha. We've mentioned a number of them over the past uh, few years, not to this year, but uh, maybe Dafka on this Pasuk which is the most famous source in the Torah for Amelus Patorah. So maybe that's why the Arachayim HaKadosh Dafka on this Pasuk was pushed to come up with 42 pshatim uh, related to uh, explaining this Pasuk. And the story that goes along with those 42 pshatim, but that's also not not for now. But let's see the words of the Limude Nisan, Rav Nisan Alpert. Rav Nisan Alpert who discusses, is there any hint in the pshat of the Pasuk to this idea of Amelus Batora. Is it purely, there's an extra phrase, so will Darshan, what's also needed, what's another ingredient? And it's an ingredient that's needed. It's not just an extra. Remember, Rashi later on in the Parsha also discusses, Vim lo telchu, if you don't follow my ways, then Rashi says, you're not Amel Batora. Which means it's not just an added, and you did it, you serve Hashem, but this is an extra. Like we might say, or Mitzvah There might be other elements that, it might not be a different mitzvah, it's a question of how you do it. But Torah seems to be definitional. It seems to be definitional. That's what Rashi says later on. Um, that's what emlotelchu imi. But is there any reference, any word that tips us off, even in the Pshat of the Pasuk, in the words in Bechukose Telechu, that could teach us um, this idea? Eich matim hadrashim apshat, asked from Nisan Alpert, ve'efo nirmaz inyan amelos betelechu. Number one. Number two, and once we're on the topic, v'yachanu oskin bebir tevas telechu, and once we're talking about the word telechu, yesh l'shol lamanikra din b'shem halacha. Right, we take it for granted, the area of halacha. Hilchas this, hilchas that. Why do we call it that? Why do we call halacha, halacha? Same word, telechu. We call it the area of halacha, right? We know there's lamdis, and there's machshava, and there's musr, and there's halacha. And halacha, we know, is always, what are we supposed to do? Halacha lamaisa. So why did that word get, get picked by Am Yisrael, so to speak, to, to teach us the area that it refers to? So, v'ulai efshar lahazbir. Says Reb Nissan Alper, maybe it's based on the Pasik that many of us know from Mishle. Right, we might not know it from Mishle, but we know it from Asiyim. Because we quote the Pasik from Mishle at Asiyim. V'ulai efshar lahazbir, al-pi divri, al-pi basukasav b'mishle. Shlomo HaMelech tells us, kashem aluach libecha, tie the Torah on your heart. Pesalechacha tanche oscha. 
There's that word, bishalechacha. When you go, tanhe'uscha, it will lead you. Bishachmacha tishmar alecha. When you lie down, it will guard over you. And when you wake up, it will be what you discuss. Often at a siyam, we're rushing through this phrase, but this is one of the most beautiful psukim in all of Tanakh. Right? This is what the Torah does. It leads us. It's there when we go to sleep. It's there when we wake up. Right? Maybe Shlomo Melech is playing on right? from Shema. From Shema, that's what we're doing. But this is what the Torah is doing. Right, the Torah is protecting us. Tishmar alecha v'kitzosa hiti sichecha. It'll be our our discussion. Kiner mitzvah v'Torah or v'derech chayim tochachas moser. So that is the pasuk. The Gemara in Sota on Daf Chaf Aleph darshins this pasuk at least the first phrase and the last phrase. Torah is called or it's called light, and the first phrase of the pasuk is b'salechacha when we're walking. Says the Gemara, he quotes the Gemara, Mashallah Adam Shay Mahalik Bishon Laila, somebody's walking in the middle of the night. Vafail, it's dark. And he's nervous from the thorns and the thistles and, and the and the sharp things on the floor. Umikhaya Rome and I list him. There's dangerous things out there, animals and robbers. He doesn't know which way to go. It's pitch black. Nizdamna lo avuka shalor. He gets a torch. He gets a torch, you can see where he's going, where he's going to step. But he's still nervous from the other dangers that might come upon him. Once the day breaks, animals and robbers don't come out at night. So the torch say is step one of our salvation. Daybreak is step two. I'm still lost because I can't see yet. Once I come to the fork in the road with signs, then I'm saved. Because then I know which way to go. What's the precious drachim? What guides us? What tells us which path to go? Either way, it's Torah. Torah is the precious drachim. Torah is the light, but then Torah teaches us which way to go. I in Rashi, and he quotes Rashi on Mishlei. Life's about a journey. Life is about going. And how are we... To go, which path are we supposed to take? What leads us? What guides us? It's the Torah. We have to make that part of us. But the only way, says Revenant Alpert, to make it part of me and to have it lead me is if I'm dedicated to it, if I'm invested in it, if I'm not focusing on it, if I'm not making it part of my life in an intense way, then it's not going to lead me. Because there are a lot of other signs in life that I could take the wrong turn on. There's a lot of other signs if I'm not totally focused and make it part of who I am and part of my identity. Only if I'm totally, deeply connected to it, then it's my Then it's gonna be then it's gonna be my my light and it's gonna be my precious drachim. So let's get back for a moment. If you want to have the halicha after Hashem's Torah, the only way to have that and to have that as my light and my sign is if I'm totally dedicated to it, if I'm mashkia in it, if I'm amel in it. 
Because if I'm not Amel in the Torah, then that's not going to be the road I take. There are a lot of other, whatever I'm Amel in in life, that's going to be the road. If I'm Amel in my business, so then that's going to be my guiding my guiding force, whatever business I'm in. If I'm, if there's a hobby that I'm Amel in, so that's going to be my light. If I, That's going to be my Halicha. If I'm guided by the Torah and I'm Mashkia in the Torah quantitatively and qualitatively, so then that will be my life. That'll be the road sign. Right? Sometimes uh, we need, you know, we, we see a lot of different signs, but we still don't know where to go. Imagine on a road. Right? Unless the woman is talking to me from the ways, you know, I still have no idea because you're, you're looking at all the signs. It's confusing. Somebody says, go that way. And then I get that. That's, a, that's our in, in, internal neshama compass. We can see a lot of different things in life, but which way are we going to go? If the Torah is our ways, if that's the one that's telling us where to turn, but we only get that if we work hard and make that part of our identity. And that's why it's the halicha. That's the word. And that, of course, connecting now, that's why we call it halacha. Because it's halacha, because that's where we're holich. The road that we take is the one that takes us Closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Kashrei malibecha tamid. Tie it onto your heart. Sheicheshko v'tavaso lahagos patara tamid. Andam al gagarasecha. Have it as a necklace. V'chulu v'zebilti efshari. That's what he ends with. Ella imkain to you amelim batora. She would divrei Torah kfuim v'chakukim engraved. Kechukos hateva shelo yaavoru. And that's why knowing which way to go is called halacha. Shal yado yuchalaleches bebitcha. And then, of course, he says, that's what we say. But again, connecting to halacha, that's where we go, and that's where we have to go, and that's the, even the pshat of the word holich. Okay. Moving right along. Question that, that many ask. We have in this parsha, again, it's famous for the klalos, quantitatively, but there are many brachas at the beginning. We're going to get overflowing crops, so we'll get to the specific brachas in a couple of minutes. But, I think I might have mentioned this before from another sefer, but I saw it this year in the Likute Yoshua, Rabbi Shua Scheinfeld from Lublin, and um, we'll mention it from his sefer this year. Question that is asked. Reisi b'svarim. Hashem says, if you do the mitzvos, I'll give you geshem, I'll give you tvuah. Okay, but we know ultimately, is that the real goal of mitzvos? That's the schar? Tvuah? In B'chukoset Eleicha, we have a melem b'torah. Really? Okay, the Torah says that's the schar, but really the ultimate schar is schar mitzvah Really, we can't get schar in this world. It's impossible. Why? Because it's, you know, it's, uh, it's not, it's not relevant to talk to spiritual schar in a physical universe. So says the, ask the Lukut Yeshua, Reisi Besvarim, Shehikshu, Alpimashi Yadua, the Gemara Meseches Kidushin, the Schar Mitzvah Bahayam Aleka, the Imkain, Loma Khan of Tichatarm, Chugose Telechu, Vanathati Kishmecham Beitam. Right? Why does it say this? So why does it say, just say Olam Haba? Somehow, even in a, in a hidden way. This is what we've mentioned elsewhere. Well, let's ask a question on that concept. Right? HaKadosh Baruch Hu wrote a Torah. And in that Torah it says, you have to pay your workers on time. It's not fair. 
Kodesh Baruch Hu doesn't have to pay us on time. Doesn't have to pay us. We do our job. We do our avoda. My time. V'yedinu shalovid Hashem kitin poel eitzal balabayis shalabayis chayv l'sharem lo sacharu ba'ad kol yom shu ovid. You have to pay every day. Biyomo titein sacharu ba'al tolin asay lo sasay. V'meinu mashalim lo harayu over. But lavdu lo tolin. Who lasts achir? So one answer given that he gives. We'll go his answer and then we'll. Mentioned the other answer that we mentioned. His answer is, There's a difference in halacha between whether the employer did the hiring himself or whether the employer did the hiring through a, an intermediary through a shliach. Only if the hiring was done by himself does he have to pay that day. Does the full-fledged relationship apply? Okay, only if it was done directly. Why? Not for now. But Metziah. But Anochi Belief in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, walking in His ways, following Him directly. Well, we'll get to that. Hashem directly said the first two dibros to us. But the other 611, so to speak, maybe a little less, because Anochi has a few, given by Moshe Rabbeinu. All the other mitzvahs through Moshe Rabbeinu, so that's, that we could say is delayed. But not these. Maybe that's the pshad, that's the drash of the first pasik. Regarding the chukos, my chukos. What I gave you, then I can't wait to give you the schar. That's why I'm giving you the geshem and the tfua and the daish now. Because when it comes to me, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, I'm giving you the schar. I'm giving you the schar now. One. The other idea that we mentioned, um, I don't remember where we uh, mentioned this from, was is that there's a difference between a poel and a kaplan. A day worker and a job worker. If I give somebody, I pay somebody by the day, and he works for me each day, then I have to pay him each day. But what if I give him a job? I say, do this job. Do this job. So then I give the shoemaker a job, fix my shoes. It takes him three days. I don't pay him per day. I pay him for fixing my shoes. After he fixes the shoes, after the job is done, then I pay him. We're not day laborers. right? We have a job. We have a shlichus. Right? 120 years. After we finish the job, then we'll get paid. Right? So it's not an issue of baltolin. It's an issue of we didn't finish the job yet, right? Until Hakadosh Baruch Hu decides, and our neshama returns, so then it's not time to get paid yet because we're still in the middle and we didn't finish yet. That's another answer to that original to that original's question. But once we're on the topic, says the Likute Yoshua, once we're on the topic of Schar Mitzvah Baha'i he quotes another idea: Tamacher. Why the delay? And again, this is similar, but it's a different approach. Of course, it's for our goodness. It's for our goodness to get schar delayed. Sometimes we'd rather have it, but that's short-term view. As we know, the Mishnah says in Perkei Avos, the Pinkes Pasuach, Seves, we have to get a stand up and have to give a din v'cheshbon, all the different pshatim, what's din, what's cheshbon, Right, din is what we did, cheshbon is what we could have done, din is what we did, cheshbon is how we affected other people. Different pshatim of din v'cheshbon. But everything is going to be videoed and we're going to have to stand the judgment. We want to use up some of our mitzvos. We want to use up some of the schar. We want to, every schus that we have, 
Every proclet that we have, we want there with us. We don't want it to be used up. Right? We don't, uh, like the, uh, look, Yaakov Avinu was worried. Shemagar Machet, even though we had Tzchuyos. It's going to be deducted. So we'd rather wait. So Kodesh Baruch does it latovatenu. He gives us, not real scar, he gives us not nice things. Another, right, we mentioned in the past, he gives us mitzvah goreris mitzvah. Right? All of this, these riches are supposed to be able to allow us to do more mitzvos. But either way, this is his idea. So again, why is Chayr Mitzvah Bahal Maleka? Why is it not here? See, so he says that's only a poel versus uh, a poel directly versus a poel hired by an emsai. The other answer that we gave, and the third idea of it's in our best interests to have it delayed. Okay, moving right along. Moving right along, a very very creative and special idea. So, Firmer of Pincus. Also, same topic. As we know, Hashem is going to give us rain. Question on this, and let's ask it on Shema. One might have thought this. One could ask it on Masechah's Tainus. Why is it that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's schar is always agriculture? Okay, we might have been, it might have been a more of an agricultural society. It might have been symbolic. But all the brachas are agriculture. Right? Hashem could have said... We can take that. We can take gold and silver. Right? Why is the bracha always tfua related? And then when we don't deserve it, the charaf Hashem and it doesn't rain. And that's why we have a Mesechas Tainus. You know, to teach us about all of the process of not raining and the 13 fast days and the extra tefillos. But why is it all focused on tfua? Hashem could easily, you don't, we, Hashem can't describe all them. Hab in the Torah, fine. But gold and silver and other physical assets, it could have said, Yishlam Rokach. Right? Every Shema, we can think about this. Why does it say, Yo Reu Malko, Shviya Okay, that in a larger scheme means Parnasa. But literally, what's the message of the literal meaning of the Asafa de Ganecha, Vziroshcha, etc.? Yesh Lamar al Kach, Mipne Makola Brachos Hagashmios, Hamuskaras Torah, Akima Mitzvos. Fine, it has to say a Gashmi reward and not a Ruchni. But why Dafka? This Gashmi, Chaklaut, Sados Kramim, Puryam, right there, produce, Madua Torah of Ticha, she was Kesev Zav, Avanim Tovos, pearls, You'll have a lot of karka, you'll have big houses. Right? There are many things that a Kaddish Baruch Hu could have said. Says Rav Pincus, a very crucial thought. By most assets in the world that we get, there's a danger. Person feels secure. I made a million, I made two million, I made whatever it is, it's in my pocket. It's in my bank account. What do I have to say the bracha baruch for? I have everything already. I don't need anything else. I have it all. So many brachos in the world, once we have them, that makes us feel independent. 
in distance, ironically, or dangerously, it could distance us from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Right? As the Pasuk says in, in Sefer Dvarim. Gold doesn't get ru- ruined. Silver, it's there. I can buy anything I want with silver. I have enough. I'm not worried. I have what I need. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want to give us that type of bracha because that's not a bracha. He doesn't want to promise us something that inherently can distance us from him. So what does he do? What does he promise us? He promises us a bracha that inherently in its essence means that we're still connected to him. Because a great crop doesn't mean anything. Maybe it'll rot in the silo. Maybe it won't rain and it'll all dry out. Maybe it'll be freezing. Maybe it'll be boiling. Maybe whatever. But agriculture is always connected to Kodesh Baruch Hu. One could be to have the greatest, most plentiful season, but it's still not, it's still not going to, to make somebody assured. Remember the Gemara in Shabbos? The Pasuk in Yeshayahu, there's a source for the Shisha Sidri Mishra, Vahaya Munas Itecha, Chodeshun Yeshua's Chachal Vadas, Emunas, the Seder Zerayim. Why? Tos was there, Kodesh Yerushalmi, Shabbos Taflamad Aleph, that a person, Zoreo Mamin, that a Kodesh Baruch is going to make it rain. That's what Zeroim is. That's why it's from the word Emunah. Says the Tefer Shibshon. Okay, nosin HaKadosh Baruch Hu lo'ovo. Ashiris kazoo. Shlo tenatik osovas libo me HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The greatest bracha that we can have is when our bracha still does not disconnect us from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ela ashiris hatulia begeshem. Vishar tofos tivios. Bracha that's related to rain and other natural occurrences. She'enan vishlita sa'adam. Ela biyad Hashem bilvad. The more a person is rich, Adaraba, I have more tvua, I'm more worried. And he says, that's what happens. So often, the bracha distances. And that's something that, that would be terrible. Hashem doesn't want to give us a bracha that could, could distance us from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, the greater the bracha, the more he wants us to really be a bracha. And therefore, skipping down a couple of lines, line 24. The bracha that Hashem gives in this parsha and throughout the Torah are double. The bracha itself. And v'od. Right? It's that... Extra bracha. We mentioned years ago, but it's coming up in a few weeks too, Parshas Naso. Mentioned Rabbi Willig, Rabbi Mordechai Willig writes in the Hakdama to one of his Svarim. It says, it's interesting if you think about Birchas Kohanim. Birchas Kohanim is a bracha mishulashes, but it's really a, a shalosh shehishe shisha. It's a triple bracha, but each line, each pasik has double. Yibarecha Hashem, the Yishmarecha. Yo'er Hashem, v'ichunecha. Yisa Hashem, yasein l'chashalem. There's six brachas in there. Not just three. So what's the message? So he explains, no. It's a bracha, and each bracha has is a request for shmira for that bracha. Because every bracha requires that. Exactly what Pincus is saying here. Yivrech Hashem, Rashi says that means in gashmias, v'yishmarecha. Let it, let it have shmira, Hashem. Um, guard this bracha so that I could, I could use it properly. 
Your Hashem Parnevelacha. Hashem should show his face, that's Ruchnias. Hashem give me Ruchnias, but Vichuneka, let it be in a chain way. Let me not become a Balgaiva and think that I'm the greatest world's biggest gift to the world, Tamar Chacham, and everybody wants to listen to me. No, that could be terrible. And the greater more a person knows, the greater Chel Hashem he could cause if he, uh, if he violates. Because he's the, they're the representation of Torah. Yeah, and the last one, his vart is Yisa Hashem Panevilecha. Hashem should show favor to you in terms of the balancing of these two. The Gashmis and the Ruchmias, like the Ramah says, Mafli Lasos. The balance of the Gufa and the Neshama, that needs Shmira. Vyasim Lecha Shalom. Let there be Shalom in the different parts of the personality. The, but for every bracha, the, 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 the idea is every bracha needs a Shmira. It's exactly what Rav Pincus is saying here. And that is why throughout the Torah, it's the agricultural brachas, because those inherently lend themselves to be continuously connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and not uh, be misled to Kochi Yati. It can happen anyway, Kochi Yati, but at least there's more of a chance and there's more of an to, um for it to be a bracha and keep us connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Good. Moving right along. Chavav Ches. We're still in the brachas because... That's what we like to spend time on. The brachas. So what does the Pasuk say? Viratfumikem. When you're chasing your enemies, Viratfumikem Chamishameya. Five of you will be able to run after a hundred. And Umeyamikem. And a hundred of you. So what should the next be? Five to a hundred. So it's times twenty. So Meyamikem should be two thousand. Right? Should be two thousand. What does it say? Rivava ten thousand. Dear Dofu. Wow. So what just happened? Right? The percentages are not parallel. Five to a hundred and a hundred to ten thousand. Rashi. Rashi. Viki Does that make sense? Should be two thousand. Ella, Rashi says. Ella, Rashi says. Again, there's some, some versions have an old Rashi. Ella eno dome mu'atin hosen asatora, limerubin hosen asatora. Once you get a larger amount, exponential improvement. And therefore, it, uh, the percentages are that much greater. Good. We've all read this Rashi many times. But as Rabbi Ganak in the Birchas Yitzchak, something just flipped in Rashi. Rashi's first, the Pasuk, Pasha's the Pasuk, and the first part is talking about army. Talk about soldiers. Right? Rashi says, if five soldiers could run after a hundred, then a hundred soldiers should run after, right, uh, more. Right? Was the Pasuk again of the Pasuk Ches? So a hundred should run. But then Rashi switches to people who are Osana Satora? Rashi was just talking about army. Why? Because we're talking about Torah. What does the Oskinasa Torah have to do with it? Rashi switched. So if we turn the page, says the Berchas Yitzchak, Va'asher Nire, no, Rashi is telling us the secret. Rashi is telling us that, yes, of course, of course, we have to have our Hishtavos. And David HaMelech had an army. And throughout the ages, when Jews had to defend themselves, Ad HaYom right? The Jewish people in Am Yisrael, in Israel, we need an army. We, need our, we have to do our Hishtavos. But the more Torah there is in our lives, that itself is the protection. 
Besides, and along with the Hishtalus, along with the Hishtalus, Vashanira, Sharashi Hevin, Shekavana what the Torah is doing here by the exponential movement of the percentages, that's obvious. It's obvious that the more soldiers you have, there's an exponential hashpa uh, on how they fight. A bigger army does better than a smaller army. What's our schuyot? It's not about, it connects to what we were just talking about. It's not about kochi votsim yadi. It's not about, wow, we have the latest technology. We have to have the latest technology. And we have to have, you know, uh, an upper hand. Obviously. Hishtavus. But we also have to recognize that the more that we, as a people, are connected to Torah, and the more that we're, we're dedicate our lives, right? And, we, and that, that and, and amazing. And if the soldiers themselves are, are Yeresha and dedicated to Torah, so, Pikiflayim, Pikiflayim, Ukefishan and Ochamadas. What does the Pasuk say in Sota? Right, the, the Gemara in Sota. We darshan the Psukim, remember, by the, uh, Mashuach Bachama. Right, the Aver the soldiers that Aver Shebiyado have to be more worried. The soldiers that are the B'nai Torah, those are the ones that Kodesh Baruch Hu says, you're going to be successful. But it's all about, it's not just about my, my military prowess. Right, it's about Am Yisrael's connection to Torah, and that's why it switches in the middle of the Rashi. Right, shouldn't it be more? Rashi, the Torah is not telling us something about just bigger armies. No, it's enodome muatin haosin asatora lemerubin haosin asatora. By the way, osin asatora means not just learning, living. Osin asatora, right? To do the Torah, that means people whose lives are dedicated to that, and that's what it says here too. Vedafka he finishes kimash enodome miot osin asatora lemerubin gadol koach beribu yaosim shekenu adim bekiim mitzvah satora lo mebreitzat tachzus hamolchama sheyish beribu hachayavim. So a parallel in the last two thoughts that we were saying in terms of always recognizing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in terms of the brachas that we get and in terms of the uh, power of uh, any defense force in uh, Am Yisrael that also is, is, uh, is related. Okay. Moving right along. A couple of him later. Chafav Yudbeis. V'salachti b'sochachem. I will walk amongst you says Hashem, v'hayisi lachem le'lokim, and I will be for you as a God, v'atem tiyuli lo'am. That's the bracha. V'salachti b'sochachem. Rashi. So Rashi already says here that this is not talking about just Gashmi rewards. I will walk with you, says Hashem. Atayel imachem b'gan Eden. I will walk with you in Gan Eden, says Hashem, ke'echad mikem, like one of you. What does that mean? means he's going to be close to us. We don't always pick up on every word of Rashi. Hashem says, I will walk with you in Gan Eden like one of you. Ke'echan mikem. A close relationship. Velo tihiyu mimeni. And you won't be petrified of me. Yachu lo mimeni. You might think you might not be in awe of me. You won't be petrified that we can't have a close relationship. You might think that there won't be any fear, any awe. Tamalomar. Vaisi lachem lelokim. The, 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 as it said in Hebrew, the distance, or in English, the distance, right? The, uh, the invisible line will still be there. So what's the message of this Rashi? 
Hashem says, I'm going to be so close, but don't worry. You're going to still have awe. What's the message? Says the Shem Anatov, third volume, source number six. What's the message here? V'nira mikan line four. Adhechan magia adam. This Rashi is alluding to natural psyche and natural behavior of what happens to us. The more that we get accustomed to something, the more we're used to it. And the more it's not as meaningful to us because it's not as new, it's not as exciting. The hergelo ma'abeg mimenu yirasa lagamre. And hergel causes one to lose some of the awe. Right? If somebody uh, works very closely with a king with a president. You know, if somebody meets the president, meets the... So then it's... Well, you rub off. If there's an amazing person, there's an amazing figure in the world that we don't know. It could be a political figure. It could be a religious figure. It could be anybody. And we don't know that we meet them. We're like, whoa, we're in awe. But very often, the people who are close to them, yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. You know, we're like... We're used to it because we see them all the time. So that's what's natural the more hergel there is, the more it, it doesn't rub off on us as much. Hashem says, I'm going to walk with you in Gan Eden. But wait a minute. If I walk with you in Gan Eden, don't think though that this is going to be, oh, okay, you're going to go grow accustomed, accustomed to being with me. And you're not going to be in awe of me. And it's going to, not going to be as uh, that, that situation that you really want. Says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, no, no, I promise you, this is a different type of relationship. Right, there are those, and just to bring it back to the mashal, there are those great people, and the stories are told about certain amazing figures, that the people who were closest to them were in most awe of them, because they saw how, how they lived their lives. No, from afar, there was amazed, the closer you get, even more amazed. And says the Shem Anatov, that's what happens with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Skip down to the bottom of the piece. The closer we are to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the more we'll be in awe. And that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, is medaktik achot asaira, right, to, uh, to a tzaddikim, because they should be closer. And, and that's the pshat of the Pasuk. Because the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is different than any other. Different than any other. Even when we're misragel, even when we get accustomed to it, it's not something that we will become used to. And he quotes us Fasemis along these lines as well. But I think this also is connected to Rabbeinu Yonah. We mentioned this years ago. I'm not sure in the Parshish year. But a beautiful Rabbeinu Yonah in, in Mesechah's Brachas, the beginning of the fifth parak, where Rabbeinu Yonah discusses the Pasuk, Ivdu as Hashem b'yira, the gilu b'rada, those two, those two uh, words. Right, the beginning of the Daflam and Mesechas Brachas talks about this uh, this concept. The Pasuk says, If there was a year of Gilu Berada, my Gilu Berada, what does Gilu Berada mean? Bemakam Gila, Shamtehe Raada. In the place of Gila, that's where Raada is. What does that mean? Happy and fear and awe. So Rabbeinu Yonah there says, crucial Rabbeinu Yonah. Says Rabbeinu Yonah there. The relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu is different than any other relationship that we have in the world. Tamadavar. Kedeshalo Yimashech, this is on Dafchaf Aleph Amun Aleph, in the Dafi Arif, if you want to look it up. Kedeshalo Yimashech, Midor HaSimcha, Tanugi Olam Yishchach Binyani Abore. V'chulu. Afalpi. 
She'etzel basar v'adam, ha'yira v'hasimcha heim davar v'hipucho, even though when it comes to a human being, to a relationship, simcha and yira go in opposite directions. Simcha brings me closer to someone, yira brings me further from someone. And the more, sim- they're opposites. Right? I love being with somebody, or I'm, oh, and I'm fearful of being with somebody. Our relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, at the same time that we're close, we're far. He'll be, he'll be ecstatic in that awe. Wow. Unbelievable. But it's at the same time, the closer you get, the simcha, simcha is close, it's lifting Hashem, we're in awe. Right? It works in the same way. Right? right. The Rambam in Hilchot Yisodiah Torah in the second parak also discusses this, but that's what the Shem Tov is saying on this Rashi. Hashem says, I'm going to walk with you on Gan Eden. But don't think that that it's you're gonna the feeling's gonna rub off. Don't think that you're not gonna the yisi lachem lelokim, right? That part is still gonna be there. You don't have to worry that because bnei Yisrael don't want to lose that. We want to be close, but we don't want to lose the awe. So that is why Hashem promises v'salachti b'sochachem va'yisi lachem lelokim. I will still be who I am uh, for you in that regard. Okay. Moving right along. Again, this following thought also, I think we said many years ago, but not from the Torah Tamima. So we'll say it this year from the Torah Tamima. The Medrash tells us now we're going to get to one or two thoughts on the Klaus. Pasach Chaf. Chaf Vav Chaf. So the Pasach tells us, I'm going to give you more Yisurin. I'm going to break the Mikdash. Kinechusha, Rashi discusses the relationship between the Kolos in Kisavo, the Kolos in Bechukosai, Pasachaf. Vitam Larik Kochachem. How do we translate that? Vitam Larik Kochachem. Unkelis, Visufim Lareikanu Chelechon. Your strength will go to emptiness. Right? Vitam Larik Kochachem. Tam, completed. Larik, emptiness. Kochachem, your strength. Your strength will go to emptiness, Rashi. If somebody didn't work his field, he didn't have a melos, he didn't plow, he didn't seed, he didn't uh, weed. And at the time of the harvest, it's flooded. If somebody didn't work on the field, then the field gets ruined, no problem. I don't feel so bad. A person who puts all of his, all of his, all of his strength and efforts into his field. His teeth fall out. Figuratively. Meaning, when I work so hard and, and nothing comes of it. So that, that's Tam Larik Kochachem. That's what we daven for every day. The Mishnah quotes, we should have kavana, that we should have nachas from our children. When we say that every day in Ovalatzion. But that's v'san l'arik kochachem. So on the Medrash, the Medrash says, source number seven, right under the Shem Tov, 
What's an example of that? A man marries off his daughter, gives her a huge dowry. His daughter drops dead during Sheva Brachas. All his money goes to his son-in-law that was only his son-in-law for four days, but now he's out of his fortune. I worked so hard and all of a sudden it's gone. Nimsa cover is bito uma abedis bamona. The double whammy. Says the Torah Tamima. The Torah Tamima here quotes, quotes the Rishonim. Tosvis and Mesechas Ksubis. Quotes Rabbeinu Tam. Because of this danger, there's a way to prevent it. Because of this danger, there was a takana made. There was a takana made in the days of the Rishonim that for a certain amount of time after the marriage, if there was a, a the marriage dissolved somehow, the money goes back. Right? Line 16. Below Zera Kayama. Right? If the marriage, you know, uh, faltered and was no longer without any children, goes back so that we don't have a fulfillment of this, of this Vatam Larik. He quotes, Lamaisa, the Torah Tamima quotes, They judge like this. Up to three years. Up to three years. Right? The money goes back. Three to five years is half. They have this whole system. So it's not a fulfillment. But who started this? Who started this? Ksubis Mem Zayin, Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam started this. Uh, these takanis, which ultimately was out to protect families. To protect families. Right? Some suggest, there is one suggestion, that this is where Rabbeinu Tam received his nickname. Rabbeinu Tam's name was Yaakov. Right? Yaakov Ben Meir. Right, the brother of the Rashbam, Shmuel ben Meir. Meir was Rashi's son-in-law. So his name was Yaakov. Why is he called Tom? So some say his name was Yaakov. Yaakov ish Tom. Yoshev Halim. So he was Tom, and that's why he's Tom, and that's fine. But others say because he made this takana for protection based on the Pasuk of a Tom Larikochachem. And that's why he got his name, Rabbi Tom, because he protected families in this regard. Okay. Either way, maybe... Both are the reasons. Rabbeinu Tam is the most, oft, most often quoted Baal in all of Shas. Right? More Rabbeinu Tam quoted than Re, quoted than uh, any other. Any other. Okay, finally, let's end off with a Rav Schwab. Which a Rav Schwab, on a Pasuk a little later, on one of the more well-known Pesukim in the Parsha, Zohar Diyasbisi Yaakov, Avasbisi Yitzchak, Avasbisi Avram Eskar, Baharas Eskar, Pasuk Membeis. The Avos out of order. Uh, Eretz Yisrael. Right, what is this doing in the middle of the Tochacha? We've discussed many of these questions. But we've also touched on the word Yaakov. As we know, the word Yaakov in this Pasuk is spelled Malay with a Vav. Yaakov. Rashi quoting Chazal picks up on this and says five times. Yaakov is spelled five times with a Vav. Elio is spelled five times without a Vav. Eliyah. Why? Yaakov took the Vav. Yaakov took the Vav from Elio as a guarantee, as a collateral. He 
he has to come and announce the geula of his children. Okay, beautiful. What's the message? And Rishwab goes one step further. Why do we need Elio to come and announce the geula beforehand? Just have the geula. Forget the announcement. Just, just bring it. Just have the Yom Bo Hashem. Don't worry about the Mavaser. I'll be Michael on the Mavaser. Just, just bring it. What's the importance of the Mavaser? And that's what Yaakov says. I took the Eiravon to make sure you come and be Mavaser. What's the message? So our Schwab starts off with the Ramban and Parshas Vayigash. Ramban and Vayigash, I think we've touched on this in the past, talks about the nace of Leidas Yocheved. The nace of Leidas Yocheved. That nace is not recorded in the Torah. The Ramban, the Ramban says if you do the math, and Yocheved was born, as Chazal say, Ben Achomos, Yocheved was born as they went into Mitzrayim. She was number 70, right? In Parshas Vayigash, she was number 70. So if that's the case... Her, her, her parents were very old when they had her. We make a big deal about Avram and Sarah, but the Ramban points out that's a huge nace. Why didn't the Torah say a word about it? Why didn't the Torah mention that nace? Says the Ramban. He quotes on the bottom. Let me tell you something true about the Torah. Says the Ramban. The Torah says miracles that were forecast. The Torah records miracles that were pro, that were announced beforehand. But miracles that just happen to occur to help out, they're not mentioned. The Torah is not a history book. Not every miracle is mentioned. Only miracles that were forecast beforehand. What's the difference? What's the difference? Says the, Rashba, the, says the Rav Schwab, beautiful. Top of the last page. Ulohavin dvarav hakadoshim. Nakdim. And this is based on another Ramban in Parsha's bow. Shabashanakaram nisim. When we say something is a miracle, how do we know it's a miracle? How do we know? It's something that we're not used to. Right? The water splitting. Is that a miracle? Maybe, and this is kind of a Rambam formulation, the Rambam in Pirish Mishnah says this, maybe this is just the teva of water for this moment in time. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created teva, and this is how it's, most, it's supposed to be most of the time, and today it's supposed to be most of the time. What about the weather? What's the weather? Imagine if Hashem created the world that every day was 75 and sunny. Imagine that. Hashem could have done that. Every day is 75 and sunny. And then one day, it's 50. Oh, that nice. Whoa. Wow. Why don't we think that? Because every day is different weather. So, so that doesn't bother us. That we say, that's normal. It's normal for things to change. But for water to go up and down and, and sideways, and for trees to get uprooted, oh, that's not normal. That's not normal. So, uh, so, what's, so what's the definition of a miracle? How do you know if something's a miracle? Let's say, what's a miracle? Against nature. How do we know if it's a miracle or not? You know the only way we know? If a Navi says beforehand what's about to happen is a miracle. Because then the Navi is telling us it's against nature, it's going to happen, and it does happen. HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him that it was going to happen. That's the only way that it's clearly a miracle. We don't know all of natural law. 
right? Vachulus kipakal v'lines lo yitachin lekor b'shem nes nigla. There's going to be a change of nature in five minutes. And that's why Elio Anavi was so worried by Har Carmel. Aneni Hashem Aneni. What does the Gemara say in Brachis? Aneni, give me a fire from heaven. Aneni, let them not say it's my Sakshafim. Because I'm not announcing what's going to happen. So they're not going to realize or know for sure it's a miracle. I'm just davening. So Aneni that they that they realize it. It is a miracle because I know it's going to happen. The Zeu he says she is Palo Elio Bar Carmel Aneni Hashem Aneni as the Gemara says in Brachas Tavtes that he quotes. Vahainu Hayoshalo Niba Mikodem Shiyanei Zari Lo Yitachin Lekroso Neis Niglap. Maybe it's Ma'asek Shafim. So Elio knows that you, that you sowed. Yaakov takes an Eravon from Elio and says Elio. I want you to be the Mavasar. I want you to come beforehand. Because when the Geula comes, I don't want it to just come. I want it to be announced beforehand. I want everybody to realize very easily that it's Erenu Niflaos. It's going to be miraculous. Right, what does it say in Everybody will know it's Hashem. Everybody will know. Kipi Hashem Diber. Because Hashem said it beforehand. Hashem said it beforehand. And even though he says, the Rambam says that the Melech HaMashiach doesn't have to do Osus and Mosim, but Micha says, Ki Meitzeischa, Be'eretz Mitzrayim, Er'enu Niflos. Right? It's going to be amazing miracles done. And that's why Yaakov Avinu was nervous when the great things come in the future. Yavo Mashiach Sheker. V'yomar Shehu HaGoel. V'yavi Chas V'sham Klav Lo Bracha. He took an Erevon, Elio, come beforehand. Tell us what's going to happen so that we will know for sure. We will hear the Mavaser. And that's what, right, the end of Navi, the last Sukkim in Navi, in Malachi, Hinei Anochi Sholech Lachem Ezelio Anavi, Lifnei Bo Yom Hashem HaGodlova Hanora. Right, the Zichru Torah's Moshe Avdi, the end of Zechariah, um, the end of Malachi, where those Sukkim are described. That's, that's the message of the Mavaser. The message is that's what we, that's what we need, that's what we daven for. And that's what uh, Elio Navi is that symbol. Elio Navi is not Mashiach. We daven for Elio Navi. Right? Moti Shabbos. All the Zmiras are about Elio Navi. Right? Because the Gemara in Erevin, Mashiach's not coming on Shabbos. Yantif, so right after Shabbos, right, we start again. But we talk about Elio. Animam and Munashalema, Vias Mashiach. But, you know, we're, we're waiting for the first, for the first, uh, for the first days. Beth Hashem, we should be Zochev with our Amelus Patora as we get, finish up Sefer Vayikra and we get into uh, so we get into the time period of Kabbalah Satora, the last third of Svira. Hashem, we should uh, really be zochet to to uh, to the Mavaser, to the Mavaser very soon. And Yaakov Avinu could take back, take uh, give away his vavs, give back the vavs. Elio could be male. Yaakov could again be chaser, only in the letter uh, way. And Hashem, we should be zochet to uh, Erenu uh, Niflaus. Okay, we'll stop here.